Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Hey everybody, tonight we're debating reparations and we're starting right now with Rob's opening statement. Thanks so much for being with us, Rob. The floor is all yours. Thank you so much for having me. Um, It's an honor to be here again. James, you always have a really good show, do a great job moderating. Tyler, pleasure to meet you. I'm looking forward to this. As with most debates, I'm more concerned about learning something and hopefully getting to the truth of some things, whether than just winning, though, let's be honest, we all want to win. So I think it'll be a lot of fun. And it's always nice to debate a fellow conservative, especially when we can find things that we disagree on. So happy to be here and have this discussion. So the question of reparations, unfortunately, is going to come down to some definitional concerns. And so I'll be interested to hear after we get through the opening statements exactly what ty- what form of reparations Tyler is advocating for. In general, I'm against reparations. Uh, I don't want it to be like a semantic dictionary. I don't really care about that. Um, what I'm concerned about, I'm going to try to outline specifically the type of reparations that I'm against and maybe some that you would consider that I'm for depending on how you would define it. Basically, I'm against any sorts of payments responsible for sins of the past to people that didn't directly suffer the consequences of those policies of the U.S. government. So in other words, if you signed up for the military as a black person or an Irish person or an Asian person, and our government wronged you by not paying you what you deserve and you were contractually obligated to have, and it was based on your race or some other thing like that, absolutely you're entitled to compensation from the government. However, if your grandparents were victimized by Jim Crow or redlining, no, I don't think that our government should be giving monies out to people like that. And there's various reasons. The first reason would be that we have no idea what form those payments would take. Depending on the definition you use, we can see that reparations may have already been paid. For example, we've had trillions of dollars in the war on poverty that went disproportionately to people that were affected by things in the past, such as redlining and other activities such as that. So are these a form of reparations that already happened? And if so, how effective have they been? In many cases, the war on poverty has been a disaster. 
We've seen that in many of the things in inner city communities that were addressed by the war on poverty back in the 60s have actually been exacerbated by these policies. By creating a dependent culture that is constantly in a state of being told that they're victims, we have generationally done things like broken up families, uh, discouraged education. We've had teachers unions that have done a poor job in inner cities. And all of this was done in the name of a pseudo type of reparation. It might not have been reparation in name, but the idea of giving money to certain communities definitely happened. Secondly, I think that reparations will be bad because they will further drive a wedge in this country and cause division. We can see that there are massive amounts of division, including racial division in this country today. Hopefully I'll be able to convince my friend Tyler here that this is a reason to adapt my position because the, the reality is we have no evidence that reparations would actually make lives better in the communities that would be seeking those reparations. But what we do have is evidence that it would definitely cause more division and open up the playbook to some of the things we see in the radical left, such as teachings of critical race theory, teachings of division, 1619 project, hatred of the country, focusing primarily on these sins of the past. And so because of that, I think reparations won't have a net effect of doing much good and they will have a net downside of causing more division from this country. Furthermore, the idea of reparations that makes it unique is it's not just giving money. I have no problem discussing specific policies based on financial need. If people are poor in this country and need food or homes, we could discuss policies to do that. But we should not give government money, which is this the money of the people, to people based on immutable characteristics such as race, gender, sexual orientation, and things like that. When we do that, we're punishing people by taking the money that they've paid in and selectively giving it to people based on things that they have no choice over, such as their skin color. This will again cause more division, and it will not be able to be applied even-handedly. If there are 10 poor people, then we can agree to help the poor people. We don't say we'll only help eight because of their skin color and sins of the past. If someone is poor today, who cares if the reason that they're poor is because their great-grandfather suffered through Jim Crow or their great-grandfather worked at a steel mill that got outsourced due to sort of the globalization policies? Furthermore, there's all sorts of groups that would be able to have claims to the government aggrieving them and would call for things like reparations. This money is not infinite. The government money is the people's money. And so we would be forcing people that have done no wrong to pay for things that they had no connection to whatsoever. Finally, depending on the types of reparations we're talking about, they seem to be given holistically. So it's not necessarily, and we'll see what uh, Tyler advocates for here, but it's not just that you give you get reparations if you can prove that your great-great-grandfather or something suffered some harm. They talk about giving them based on race, but we can see the problem with that. Many people that we consider Black Americans actually are not don't have generational ancestors that suffered through those things. So for example, maybe they're recent immigrants. Or maybe we see people that are traditionally considered minorities, but when we look in their past, their family actually did take part in things like Jim Crow or slavery. So what percentage would they be entitled to? For example, I believe Kamala Harris's family actually was part of, in Jamaica, owning some slave farms. So it becomes very difficult questions. The best we could do as a country is this. Every country in the world, including the United States, which is the greatest country in the history of the world, has sins. They've made bad decisions. They've done terrible things. 
The best we could do is live by the creed of Martin Luther King and treat people based on the content of their character. Try to have a colorblind and clean slate going forward. And within a few generations of encouraging hard work, encouraging treating everyone as individuals instead of monolithic, monolithic members of a race, we will start to see communities that traditionally haven't done so well with things like the war in poverty start to thrive. So that's why I'm against reparations. I don't think it'll solve anything and I think it'll make the problem worse. You got it. Thank you very much for that opening, Rob. And want to let you know, folks, if you're first time here at Modern Day Debate, we are a neutral platform hosting debates on science, religion, and politics. And we hope you feel welcome no matter what walk of life you are from. Conservative, liberal, Christian, atheist, you name it. All the different peoples, we are glad you're here. With that, we're going to kick it over to Tyler. Thanks so much, Tyler. The floor is all yours. Yeah, likewise, man. Uh, thank you for, um, likewise, like Rob, um, thank you for inviting me on as well, man. It's always, uh, always a pleasure to be here. Um, so yeah, so I, I literally just came to, to this realization as I was talking to you guys, uh, uh, off screen about this just, uh, just a few days ago and I wanted to kind of discuss it. Right. So, um, so yes, yeah, so let me go ahead and go into my, to my opening statement. So my position is that descendants of American slaves are owed reparations by the government as recompense for unjustly taking away their essential freedoms. Now, this is very similar to how states currently give compensation to inmates who were found to be wrongfully convicted after the fact, as it's recognized that the government upheld the wrongful imprisonment of that individual. Now, from my criteria, you would have to show evidence that you are a descendant of someone who was wrongfully enslaved in America and that it was upheld by an American government. Now, this also means that victims of the state who have been uh, imprisoned solely due to unconstitutional gun control should also receive reparations. But this is a further in the future problem um, that we can discuss for, and I, I could tell you why the reasons why it wouldn't work now, <clears throat> but we could discuss that later. So if we agree that a debt was owed to those individuals at the time for slavery, which I think most people, even on the political right, would agree that those people that were directly directly affected, right, um, if we can agree that they were owed some type of debt, um, but we're saying, oh, well, if they died before the government satisfied this debt, oh, well, this really just comes down to a belief that we shouldn't hold the government accountable when they make egregious mistakes, specifically when they wrongfully um, uphold the law to enslave their own citizens. I find this to be just an incredibly odd position if you are someone that considers themselves on the political right. If a debt is owed by the government to an individual and they are dead, we shouldn't allow the government to just skate by, right? It should go to their next of kin. I think that the problem amongst most opponents to reparations is where the money is going to come from. Because taxpayers today shouldn't have to pay for something that they had no part in. And this is the position that I used to hold up until a few days ago. Uh, and it's a logical position. So the problem then becomes, okay, well, we have to find a way to hold our government accountable, but in such a way that it doesn't actually use current taxpayer dollars. This is why I propose that reparations shouldn't be a lump sum payout from taxpayer dollars. Instead, the government should just not be permitted to taking their tax dollars in the first place. So descendants of slaves uh, would pay no taxation until a certain amount is met. This settles the debt that the government owes to the living descendants while not using or raising the taxes of current citizens. Now, understand that my stance has nothing to do with race. It does not matter if your genetic makeup is majority black or majority white. You could be 99% white today and still be a descendant of an American slave, right? I don't really care about people's feelings, if they don't like that or not. This is what is fair. 
an ode to the people who are descendants of said slaves. Just because you are black, and uh, Rob actually touched on this, just because you are black does not mean that you are a descendant of an American slave. Um, so that that's it. That is my, my opening statement. Oh, and one thing... Um, if we're just going to go right into it, I can kind of go off of what uh, what Rob just said, and we can have a discussion. You so. got it. Well, want to let you know, folks, we're thrilled that our guests are here. They're linked in the description. And so if you want to hear more from our guests, you certainly can. And that includes if you're listening via the Modern Day Debate podcast, as we put our guest links in the description box for the podcast as well. And then, my dear friends, we are very excited. First, this is the first time we've ever hosted this topic, brand new topic. We're really excited about that. And then tomorrow, another juicy one, namely critical race theory versus prayer in schools. It's going to be a juicy conversation. You don't want to miss it. So hit that subscribe button so you don't miss it tomorrow. And with that, thanks, gentlemen. The floor is all yours for open discussion. Yeah. So, um, so just a couple of things I want to touch on here, Rob, uh, just a few things. So one thing that I heard you say is you said that, um, it's bad because of division. I've heard this argument a couple of times. Uh, well, we don't think that, uh, well, because of this division or they'll say something else, well, I don't know if it's going to fix anything. Like this is just a complete red herring. Like it it doesn't actually matter. It's diverting from the argument. If a debt is owed that hasn't been paid or not, I don't, like I said, like, I don't actually care about someone's feelings on the matter. If it's a debt, the government owes to an individual, we should hold them accountable for it. And then when you were talking about, uh, well, people who didn't directly suffer from government shouldn't get this. Like, uh, like that really just comes down to, I, I would ask you like, why do you believe that the government shouldn't be held accountable for the debt that they owe to individuals for egregious crimes? It's like saying, okay, well, if they die in, in, uh, like while they were enslaved, it's like, oh, well too bad. We can't pay them because they died. Right. I, I find that like, that, that's just such a weird position to hold. Like, can you go ahead and explain that to me? Yeah. When you say government, what is government? Like our governing bodies. Right. But what is it? Government's just the will of the people. It's the collectivation of the people, right? So the earliest forms of government. Well, I don't know if you want to say it's the will of the people because well, the it's the collective age. It's the collective. What government is, we the people have agreed that we will give up some liberty, some wealth, some of our productivity to a body that will do things that individuals can't do. So the original idea for like. I wouldn't even really agree with that, but go ahead. Okay. I, anyways, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that everybody has agreed with that, but go ahead. Okay. Anyways, the argument, basically the point is this, the government doesn't have money. The government takes money from the people that it represents. That's what it does. It's supposed to use that money for the collective good of the people. You're a conservative. So I assume you think that that government should be limited. So, you know, we certainly things like infrastructure, military, and then we can debate other programs that we want the government to have. But when you say that the government is responsible no one alive today in or outside of our government that pays money into the government or that is a politician was engaged in the activities of slavery. So my question would be, why should they pay? Similarly, let's let's take government I never said that, first of all, I never said that they should pay. You're, you're, you're strong-manning my argument already. I never said that they should pay. I said sure, they shouldn't have of, to pay in taxation. Okay, so that's effect, not the same thing. In effect, it would be the same thing. Because no, it's not other, the same thing. Okay, so what's the government do with our money? They have programs that benefit the people, right? Rob, Rob, Rob. There's a difference between using taxpayer dollars that have already taken from you and then saying, okay, well, we're not going to take this person's taxpayer dollars. Like, I, I don't know how to simplify the net, that. Like, the, the net result is the same. You're still going to, that money will have to be made up somewhere, which will mean that the people that are- How does it have to be? Wait, 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 wait. You're saying it has to be made up? Wait a minute, wait a minute. So 
are are you are you holding the position that all taxes that the government takes is just? I would say that no. most taxes, probably ninety percent of taxes that government takes is isn't legitimate. So are you holding that? Because you're saying they have to make it up. So what what, 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 what are you talking are you about? Here? I'm saying that if we slice revenue from the government that they'll get that revenue from other people. Unjust revenue, like revenue that they shouldn't already it, it be taking in the first place? Just, it doesn't matter if it's just or not. You're it the does matter. Like, please, just give me a chance to finish. You're the person We're going to break into three-minute intervals if it isn't a little bit more. We're going to hear a little bit more from each go of ahead, you go ahead, go ahead, jump go ahead. back yeah, and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah go ahead. Uh, so anyways, uh, yeah, it's not really the way it works, right? We, we would see what would happen to uh, we could agree that the government taxes too much and that we could say that those taxes would be unjust. But you're suggesting that people based on sins of the past not have to pay taxes that other people that could be in the exact same economic situation would have to pay for. And their share of those payments will increase. Right. So it, similarly, if you we could prove that your great great grandfather uh, did something unjust to my great great grandfather which harmed our family financially. Should I be allowed to sue you for that? No. Now you're talking like on an individual level. You're not talking about like the governing body. It doesn't actually work when you try to put that like in the opposite, in the opposite direction. But why? That, that's, the, that's the key. I don't understand the difference, right? Because again, the argument you seem to be making is the government is this monolithic entity that's existed since the foundation of our country in 1776 till today. So if the government did something wrong to someone in 1776, then the government should pay today. But my argument is that the government's just the people, right? That's all it is. It's not this monolithic entity. And the people alive today, both in government and that are paying for that government, weren't alive when those horrible abuses occurred in the past. So I don't see how they're morally culpable to pay so for those abuses so in the minute. past. Okay, so so hold on, so hold on. So do you agree, yes or no, that... Um, at the time, let's say in 18, whatever, right? So at the time, do you believe that those slaves that were unjustly, right, wrongfully enslaved, do you believe that they were owed some type of recompense? Sure. Why do you believe that? Because if you are aggrieved by our government or by people, you deserve to be compensated for that. I mean, technically, the government wasn't directly doing it. They were just upholding the law. It was slaveholders that were doing it. Nonetheless, it was the local governments, the state governments that allowed. Well, hold on, hold on. Well, hold on. Well, hold on, Rob. So what you just said was that um, you, you were just talking about how it's not actually the government. So the government shouldn't pay out regardless. So I'm trying to figure out true. why you why you believe that it should be. OK, so, hold on. so you do, well, the so you do that, believe it. No, no. The government that exists at a time is different than the government that existed 200 years ago. Right. Okay. Like, so if we can see, we can see, we can see the problems. Like, for example, should we pay reparations? Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before before okay. you go into these other things, sure. like I'm trying, I'm trying to like go through a thought mm -hmm. process here. So, okay, so you do agree that at the time that the government is responsible for paying out some type of recompense, and you said why, why is that again? Because the government was responsible for the conditions they were in. Because the government was responsible for the conditions that they were in. That's right. Okay, but it would still be at the cost of the taxpayer. Sure. So you're okay with the taxpayer paying for it, even though the taxpayers like, of that time were okay. in a system that was harming those people. What we don't do is say that the taxpayers of the future have to pay for the people that were victimized in the past, future's children. 
Or well, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I'm like, like only three percent of those people like were actually slave owners. So like, uh, like what what are we saying here? So like, I hold the position that the government is responsible because they um they upheld this law, and that doesn't seem to be like your position. Your position was something else. So I was just trying to figure out like what your position is. All so, right. Okay. My position it's it's very simple. That if you weren't directly aggrieved by the actions of the government, then you don't deserve a recompense from it. And Okay, okay, other- okay, 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 that's fine, that's fine. So so here's so here's what I'm asking you. So okay, so you you we agree, no matter how we get there, we still come to the same conclusion at the end. So it's like, okay, so if the government that that government of the time should have paid this out, right? Sure. Okay, but because they didn't pay this out, then we just don't hold them accountable and we allow them to skate by. It's not a matter of skating by. The individuals, again, government is a collective will of the people or the collective entity. Um, wealth, etc., of the people. The people that engaged in the act of slavery are dead. They cannot be punished. Period. They can't be. When you say we're punished, we allow them. But to wait a minute. By. That's only like three percent. That's by? only like three percent. only like three percent, Rob. Rob, you're saying that you are okay with it because um, some people, like the very minute minority of people, right, uh, that they were engaged in this, so that other other people should still have to pay for that. So okay. So what are, what are you saying? Like, I, I'm not understanding here. I'm being quite clear with what I'm saying. If our government or if a government agency wronged someone that they're entitled to compensation, if they wronged your great, great grandfather, you're not entitled to compensation. Pretty simple. But this is what I'm saying. Like 97 percent of those people didn't. So sure. But you're, but you're nonetheless, but you're OK, but you're okay yes. with that 97 percent paying out. So yes, you're contradicting they, yourself. You're no, I'm not contradicting contradic- yourself. Rob, 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 this, is the, this, is the point, this is the point that I make it, Rob. This is the point that I make it. So you're OK with the 97 percent that you're that you agree had actually nothing to do with slavery. You're OK with them paying out this money. And this is so so weird anyway, because my position isn't even that people should pay. It's just that the government shouldn't take their taxes. But l- let's just go with this. So you're OK with this 97 percent making up and saying, OK, well, we're going to have these 97 percent of people go ahead and pay for something that they actually had no engagement in. Right. And then I, I could just easily say that to today. OK, well, then. Why does it matter from 97 percent to 100 percent? Like, it doesn't matter. Like, they're still not involved in it. Why shouldn't we pay it out? Like you're contradicting yourself. It's not a contradiction. It's only a contradiction if you're not understanding. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. You're right. It's a special pleading fallacy. My bad. <laughs> Those are big words. Uh, yeah, what I'm saying is this, that yes, we understand that in our system, we're having a system of governments that sometimes when the government wrongs someone, the government's responsible to pay out to those people that wrong. That's implicit in the contract we sign when we start a government, when we start a country. We all understand that, right? Now, sometimes it's not fair. For example, we can see it now. You have state or local governments oftentimes that are forced to pay out money through misconduct of state employees like uh, police officers and things like that. Yeah, that sucks for the rest of us. But we understand that that's something that has to happen because those individuals were directly wronged by those government agencies. Therefore, they're entitled to compensation. What we don't do is it matters because people that are directly wrong deserve compensation. People's great great grandchildren right. that are directly wrong that, don't deserve have, compensation. I understand and that, the but people, you haven't answered my question. If you, if you please, if you let me finish. And so the other difference is the reason is even though it sucks that like today, if a police officer wronged someone, that me and your tax dollars might go to a lawsuit that that person files. We at least exist in the time that that government existed and committed that wrong. 
We shouldn't be forced to pay when none of us alive today, not one person either suffered the effects of slavery in this country or was involved in any government in any, even the smallest form, paying taxes to a government that enslaved people, uh, signing up for government uh, entities like the military, police, or things like that that enslaved people. No one alive did that. So they, we don't compensate those people. And you, if anyone's contradicting themselves, it's you, because you can't give me the difference why you would say an individual whose family wronged an individual's family in the past, why the family today, if they were never compensated, isn't entitled to compensation. You can't give me a reason that's why not, it's different a con- if it's government. That's not, a con- that's not a contradiction. You just didn't ask for any further explanation, so I didn't give you one. So if you're asking me for a further explanation, I sure. can absolutely give you one, right? So, um, well, for for yours, like, it, it, on one hand, this, this is what I'm talking about. So you have a government that... Uh, that owes like a debt to an individual and then by giving it to a descendant no individuals are directly harmed in the in uh in in like while that happens right so no 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 direct individuals are harmed especially from my framework when we're just talking about not collecting taxes right so on the other hand you're talking about like if an individual owes a debt to like another ind- like you would have to be comparing that to like slaveholders i don't believe that slaveholders should be held accountable for that because what they were doing was backed up by the government the government said okay it is legal for you to do that whether it's state government or whatever right the government's saying okay what you what this is this is completely legal for you to do. So how can we hold them legally accountable for something that was legal at the time? Now, if you're talking I, about oh, them, no, I'm not, uh, not not finish yet. Hold on, hold on. Hold, give me one second. So like. If you're saying um, morally hold them accountable, like if we're saying, okay, well, you know, was it morally justified if like slaves that were freed rose up, or not even freed, like if slaves rose up and 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 went after physically like these slaveholders i'd say sure yeah absolutely but if you're talking about legally hold them accountable I'd be like no that would be like saying okay well if tomorrow they made alcohol illegal should people that uh today consumed it should they be held legally accountable tomorrow it's like no because what they did today was legal right so that doesn't make sense so yeah it, like you would have to be comparing it to like slaveholders and i i it's not analogous. Okay, so just to be clear, you wouldn't if you existed at the time of the emancipation, you would say that the slaveholders did not deserve to pay recompense to the slaves. Say that again, I'm sorry. If you were, if you were around at the time of the emancipation, you would make the argument that slaveholders weren't responsible to pay any compensation to slaves. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I, if, think if that's, any, I think it's anything. Position. I, I, I do. That's not an answer. Why would you let? Let's use your language. Why would you leave them skate? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. So you're not understanding the logic, and I've already actually explained this, right? How can you hold someone legally accountable for something that the government, the governing authority, says that this is legal? I just made that analogy when it comes to alcohol. So why don't you just go ahead and just debunk what I just said about alcohol? Sure, I'll debunk it, because in the course of events, when we see the government allows things that we say are morally outrageous, even if it was in the framework of legality because the government was engaged in bad behavior, we still hold the people responsible that committed those heinous actions, even though it was technically legal. Uh, The Nuremberg trials prove this. It's not enough to say, I was ordered to do these things because I was a Nazi. Your position seems to be, you're making a moral claim that says, real quick, please, let me finish. You're making a claim that says, ah, the government shouldn't be allowed to skate by today, 200 years later. The people involved in the government today, they can't skate by. They can't skate by. But the actual people that were the 3% that you mentioned that were involved in the slave trade, they, they don't have to compensate anyone. 
they don't have to do anything. Correct. That just seems so Correct. backwards. Uh, it, it, so any moral claim you have seems to go right out. That's not, that's not a refutation just because you said, oh, well, I don't like it. It's like, okay, well, if you don't understand the logic of it, like, I, I, don't, I don't know how to, like, dumb this down any further. Like, if, if, you, if you engage in an activity that your, government, your governing authority says is legal, we cannot hold you legally accountable for it if at the time it was legal when you did so. That is why you have to hold the governing authority that allowed for this to happen in the first place to be legal. Now, if like slavery was illegal and then people were still enslaving people, then absolutely, you can now absolutely hold them legally accountable. I don't, I don't know like what you're not understanding with what I'm saying. No, I understand but- your position. I'm saying that your position doesn't make sense. I understand what you're saying. I'm saying that it's it's actually the backwards of what we should do. When people commit actions, even if it's considered legal, that are so detrimental to other people, like the act of enslaving them, they are the people that deserve to compens- to be punished and to compensate the others. Yes, hold the on, government has to be punished. All right, one now thing is we, we, have, we have worked on this issue for a, quite a while now. Also, though, in terms of the back and forth, we might jump into the like two-minute intervals or so. Are there any other issues related but still you could say distant enough such that we might be able to examine some of the other potential arguments sure. for or against on this topic sure. more broadly yeah i'm gonna so go let me say let me, uh, 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 so let me say this the way that you set this up is actually antithetical to doing any good whatsoever and this is the problem i have because it seems like you're making a moral claim you didn't really make any claims about how these monies would actually benefit people or they need these money so think about how this works the way you've set this up is people don't have to pay their taxes. But the truth is many people that are poor, particularly disproportionately inner city blacks, already pay very low taxes. So the benefit they would get very from this would be minuscule at best. The people that will benefit the most from this are wealthy people that had slave ancestors. And those are the least amount. So the net benefit of this will be, again, and you could say this won't be the case, but all the people that pay taxes including people that are middle class or poor that had nothing to do with slavery whatsoever, they'll end up paying more. And the people getting the tax breaks will be the people right now that are wealthy that had ancestors of slaves. Meanwhile, the people that had ancestors of slaves that are the poorest Americans, they'll let's, get no benefit whatsoever because they're already paying a low income tax Let's rate. kick it over to Rob, uh, or I'm sorry, Tyler, give you a chance to respond. And then we really do. When I had asked if we could explore a different topic, I don't know if you heard me. That's what I asked. So we'll give you a chance. Tyler, we'll give you the last word Uh, in terms of like the arguments for and against. So like another example would be like. But do you understand what I mean? I'm going to go into my original question that's going to force Rob to like kind of abandon this anyway. Go ahead, Tyler. Give you a chance to respond. Okay. so so, yeah, so I I find that like your entire rebuttal was just like an appeal to emotion here. Like it doesn't matter if it's like benefiting them or not. Right. If somebody owes a debt, it doesn't actually matter uh, how I use that money. If that money is owed to me, I'm not saying that I'm a descendant of slave and that I'm owed. I'm just putting myself into this hypothetical. Right. So or if you like if you were a descendant of a slave, it doesn't actually matter how you use that money if that money is already owed to you. Right. So so that that doesn't actually matter. I don't care. I think I mean, it would be great if they use it to benefit themselves. Um, you know what I mean? But like if they don't like it doesn't actually matter. It's, that, that, that's just such like an emotional argument. So um, so going going back to, to what I said earlier, um, 
why do you believe, right? You never actually answered my question. So if you agree that the government owed a debt for reparations at the time, um, but then let's say that they didn't pay it out, which was wrong, they should have paid that out, right? If they didn't pay out that debt, your position would then have to be, okay, but we are going to allow the government, we are going to not hold them accountable for this debt that they owe. Like, why, like, can you explain why you hold that position? Yes, I've explained that, like, this is exactly what James was asking that we move on from. I'll re-explain my position again. We don't punish people for sins of the forefathers. It's something that all developed nations have realized. that we Who's cannot being have punished, a, Rob? Please, please, let me finish. Uh, that's, that's what the argument is, that we have to, that when you say skate by, that's what you're talking about, that they have to be held responsible for the actions that they took. That's what you're saying. So you equate being quite frequently. You equate being punished to not collecting taxes. To finish, are you not able to hear me? Go ahead. So, go ahead. My bad. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm trying to leave you speak. Your go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Has to be reciprocal. But um, yes, what we're saying when you like you keep conflating two issues. You keep saying things like. Well, it's not about it's not about actually helping poor people. It's not about whether or not it would actually benefit people. It's about righting a wrong. And are we going to let them skate by? Right. So the implication of what you're saying is we have to hold the government accountable. The problem is no one is alive today that was a member, a participator, a financer of any of that government that did those things that you said they've already skated by. They have. The government is just the collective of the people. Those people have skated by. Ironically, the people you say that you would have allowed the actual offenders to skate by those that own slaves, you wouldn't have had them have any compensation whatsoever. It seems like your entire argument could be solved with uh, a national apology. Because if you say the money actually doesn't matter, and it doesn't matter if it actually benefits people, they just shouldn't skate by. Cool. Then I propose that instead the federal government stands up and says slavery was bad. We shouldn't have done it. We'll kick it over. Go ahead. Go ahead, uh, Tyler. Yeah. I, I never said that the money doesn't matter. Like you keep like throwing in like all these little straw mans in your, in your responses. So I never said that the money doesn't matter. I said that if it benefits someone or not, doesn't actually matter to the core argument that uh, if it is a debt that is owed, that it needs to be paid. Right. That's what I said. So, um, yeah, so I, I don't know how to make that more clear. Um, and I find it very weird that you say, Oh, well, like, what, what did you say? You said something about like uh, you can't hold not, not that you couldn't hold them accountable, but I, I forgot your exact wording. But like you're equating that to the government not collecting taxes. Like it's not like an individual. It's not like I'm, I'm my position isn't the leftist position. My position isn't saying that, look, we need to have all citizens currently um, have to fund uh these these reparations that's like a leftist position that's not my position right my position is just that okay well if we need to settle this debt and we need to do it so that it isn't um at the direct like that this taxpayer uh or your neighbor doesn't have to fund it because it's not you know he wasn't responsible then saying that okay well then we're not going to collect taxes for that that doesn't directly harm him right so um so yeah you're, you're not actually attacking like my argument i feel like you're creating like arguments and then arguing against it um no, no that's not what i'm doing it's quite clear like i've already explained this right just because if you tell a certain group of people okay you no longer have to pay taxes because of something that happened to your ancestors that means if we continue to have spending at the rate we do which you're not making any argument that you would force the government 
to spend less, they'll have to make up that money somewhere, which means that those people that currently pay taxes into that pool of money. I don't know if you don't understand what government is like government doesn't have money. They don't. They collect. We've already, we've already established. Right, right. I, I get it. So so other people would end up paying more. That's what will happen or they'll yeah. get less program. There's there's no two ways about it. If you cut the amount of revenue that the government has, either they cut programs or they raise revenue elsewhere. It's that simple. So either these people will lose programs because there's not as much money or they will have to pay more money. It's that simple. And again, where do we stop with this? So, for example, if we could prove that a particular person's ancestors fought and died in the Civil War to free slaves. Can I respond to that before you go into the before you go into the next one? Let's do that. Sure. We're on the same point that James asked us to get over. You keep asking the same question, but that's fine. Okay, so, no, I'm just responding to what you said. So, you said that, um, what, what was the, the first part that, that you said? I'm sorry. Before you, what, 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 was your, what was your ending point, your ending statement? My ending point was talking about, should we pay compensation from the government to people whose ancestors died freeing slaves? No, before that, before you went into your new thing, when that, I said, that, I was, can I attack this? Right, I was talking about the argument that, you saying that it doesn't force people to pay by just telling certain people that they don't have to pay income tax or pay taxes. But in reality, it does, because you would either have to cut programs or increase. Revenue oh, right, 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 right. I remember. OK, OK, OK. So. So, yeah, again, that you're you're again arguing against a position that I, that I haven't made. So my position is that the government does not collect its taxes from these groups, uh, from this group of people. And just to be clear, like. I feel like for you to hold the position that you're holding, you would have to assume that this is going to be so many descendants when it's not going to be. It's not going to be millions of descendants. You're, you'll be lucky if you get like uh, a few thousand, right? So you're going to have thousands of descendants that would have to pay this or that they would have to um, give tax breaks to, right? So so that that's the first thing. So uh, and then do you, second, do you're do you just, have an hold, estimate for real? Hold on, like how hold, many hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You, hold on. Hold on. I promise we'll come right back to you, Robin, a bit. Yeah. So so then uh, when you're talking about, oh, well, the government will just raise this. I'm That's not my position. I'm saying, no, the government cannot raise this. Right. So they just do not collect taxes from this group of people and they cannot raise the taxes of other people in order to settle said debt. That is my position. OK, uh, do you real quick? All I was asking is, do you have any idea how many people alive in the United States had slave ancestors? had slave ancestors that currently but that's the, the people that you think would get reparations how many people would that be uh, it, it would be hard to say because a lot of records were um were destroyed or not even taken due to them most of them being um they, they just didn't keep very good records for slaves back then this is why it's going to be very few people that you're actually going to trace the lineage back that far to say that you are a descendant of a slave Okay, so then this seems contradictory to your claim that we can't allow the government to skate by. So you're admitting that probably a good portion of people that otherwise in your system would have been entitled to these reparations won't be able to get access because they won't be able to prove their claim. So in those venues, the government is already skated by, correct? Sure. Right. But on one side, on one side, you're you're talking about that they should just skate by in totality. I'm saying that if we can prove that uh, that there are still descendants alive today, that we should go ahead and at least settle that debt because there's something tangible there. We can actually trace it back to somebody who has been um, who is a descendant of that person. OK, uh, you said uh, at the beginning, you said and don't have them pay taxes until it reaches a certain amount. How much is that yeah. amount? So we would have to come to some type of agreement to what we believe like that amount would be. 
Uh, but it's your it's your plan. So just give me. I, I'm not asking for a specific number. Again, again, like this 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 would have to be like an in depth discussion. Like I mean, we could go based off of the logic of how people are currently wrongfully imprisoned today. I mean, what they pay any state pays between thirty to fifty thousand dollars per wrong per year that they were wrongfully convicted. So uh, the average slave ninety uh, percent of slaves were at farms or plantations. And the average lifespan at a slave at a sla- at a, uh, a farmer plantation was like seven to nine years. So, I mean, I don't know, like you could say a hundred grand, you could say 250 grand. Okay. So you wouldn't pay a hundred grand in taxes roughly or ballpark. Like, I'm not yeah, holding bro, or to two, Yeah. Whatever, whatever we would figure right. out. Okay. Yeah. So we, okay. Uh, so this is interesting. So what would you do to someone who could prove that they were the ancestor of a slave, but they're currently unemployed and don't pay taxes? Well, they have to pay tax. They have to pay at least sales tax. They have to buy stuff, right? So, so how are you going to enforce? Way. How are you going to enforce? Do you get a special card? So when you go to yeah, Walmart, that's, that's what buy- I would think. Yeah, that's so, what I think. You, I so think you're that literally they're... saying no, no sales taxes, nothing, no gas taxes. I, how right. I would that? I would say that you would have to pay like, yeah, I would say that you probably would have to pay like no taxes. Now, again, now that being said, now on this side of it, like there are hundreds of different types of taxes that people pay. Right. So I think that it's fair that we look at each individual tax and see if that's feasible. But like, ideally, I would say, um, yeah, that they would pay like no taxes again, like until that that amount is made. And it's what you're you're not talking about very many people either. OK. What about states? The government literally takes so much money I understand. from just, taxpayers. I'm just trying to get. I'm just trying to get an idea so we can proceed with the debate. Do, do they have to pay state taxes? If, if no, why why would they? Okay, I would say so, I would I would actually say I would I would actually argue that the states are more um, responsible than like the federal government is responsible. So then they should pay state taxes. No, no. Or no, that, no. The, oh, 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 I'm sorry. So you're saying so? For example, if I'm in New York. I no longer, and I, my slave was an ancestor. I no longer have to pay New York's taxes, even though New York never engaged in slavery. So this, this is why I'm saying like, ideally it should be like right down to like the state, but like if the federal government wants to go ahead and say like from the federal government, I mean, most of your taxes come from like federal government taxes. Right. So, um, and they take like tens of billions of dollars unnecessarily to fund all these other programs as it is. So, um, I don't see that that being a huge issue. Um, but sure. Okay. So if I get, I'm glad you answered this question. So it allows me to kind of make the point that I was going to which is, I just, this plan just seems nonsensical and it seems counterproductive to our country moving forward. So what you can see is there's so many nuances that will be necessary in this plan. And we're getting all of these competing messages, right? So for one, we've already proven that when it comes to like federal income taxes, the poorest of Americans pay less than wealthier people. So they wouldn't financially be helped by this. If you happen to be a very poor slave that's paying very little in income taxes, you would go a lifetime and not get the recompense that you deserve under his plan, which means that only wealthier people would actually be paid these reparations, which is a disaster. But he says that it's more about the idea of holding the government accountable. But then he admits, well, it's more the state governments than it was the federal governments. In fact, the federal government fought a war to end slavery. So there's this weird dichotomy where it seems like he's about holding people accountable more than helping poor people. This is the exact mentality that is the problem with so many people. in our My position was never about helping please, poor uh, people. Please. Right. And that's the problem. Right. And so what we see is so many people want to virtue signal or they want to make a statement instead of actually helping people that need help. 
I think that our country moving forward needs to do the opposite. As long as we're focusing on correcting all of these sins of the past and driving a wedge saying, we have to find nuanced ways how you're responsible, uh, this government's responsible for this and this government's not responsible for this. And my family was aggrieved 250 years ago and things like that. We aren't doing the good work of focusing on the litany of problems that we have in this country today for people of all skin colors, people of all sexual orientations and political persuasion. Instead, this is used as a wedge issue from people in positions of power to say, well, as long as we can constantly focus on the sins of the past, people aren't focusing on the sins of today and how our current government isn't working for almost anyone in this country. So instead, we'll fight over, well, we're giving a couple wealthy people a tax break because their ancestors were slaves. The poor people who had slave ancestors, tough luck. They're not getting any money or reparations. And we're going to continue to say that that means that we're good people, that we're correcting some wrong, when in reality, it does no such thing. So, Rob, so, um, okay, I, I find it I find it hilarious that you're talking about virtue signaling, but, like, you, you keep talking about things that aren't even, like, my argument. But, okay, so... Do you believe, let let me ask you this, do you believe that someone who is wrongfully imprisoned, do you believe that they are owed some type of, like, reparations or restitution? Yes. Okay. Um, So let's say that, uh, so, like, here in Pennsylvania, right, it's $50,000 per year. Would you get down with that? It seems a reasonable amount. I'd have to look at, but that seems, I have no reason to dispute that. Okay. So let's say that they spent 10 years in prison. Um, So you're talking about, like, 500K, right? That's what that would be. Yeah. Okay. So 500K. Now let's say that they died in prison, right? Mm-hmm. They, so they, they die in prison. Um, should the government just not pay that out? What, what should happen there? Yes. The government should not pay that out. Should not pay that out. Even though that they died due to the government failing them. Yes. That's wild. That's a wild position for, we can't uh, do, I don't what, how far at, back? At that, at that at that point, okay, so at that then, point so if you think- hold that position, I wouldn't even like at that point, I wouldn't even know how to reach you. That that would be like that would be like if somebody held like some weird position that I don't even know how to go past that. It'd be like saying, oh, OK, well, I think that we should be able to have sexual relations with 10 year olds. It's like I don't even know how to like argue. It's like, no, we like we shouldn't. You sure you're not um, a lefty? You go into pedophilia. Someone disagrees. I'm not right, saying that you do are a pedophile. I'm saying to that the original a, topic. I'm saying that if it's just a weird, like I don't even know how to reach you. Like you're just saying, oh no, that they they shouldn't have to pay it out. Like we could just let them get away with that. I'm we'll just give, like that's a wild position. We we'll give Rob a chance. If I could, yeah, if I could respond. So the the argument would be this: What will happen then is now if they directly caused the death, that's one thing. If they were falsely imprisoned and then we find out 20 years after their death, oh wait a minute. Uh, actually, they didn't commit that crime. No, we don't pay the ancestors of that person money. What will our country become? Every single person in the world will be looking to see if the government in any way ever agreed to any ancestor that they had and then devol- de- demand compensation for that. Like, again, this doesn't solve actual problems. What this is, is it's more, and you're admitting, it's not about making people, you know, helping people, you know, have more successful lives or helping poor people that need help. Like, that's not what we're talking about here. We're just talking about, you know, it's like when you watch, like, the People's Court or Judge Judy and you'll see these cases. I'm suing this woman for $5 because she screwed up my cheeseburger. And what's right is right, goddammit. And I want my $5 back that I paid for that cheeseburger meal. Sure, I guess it could be cathartic to say something like that. But our government should be in the business of actually helping the citizens of this country, not trying to not skate by for things that people that were alive 200 years ago did. And it it just, I don't understand. I've never heard someone argue reparations in this form where you're literally making the argument that, yeah, my form of reparations would disproportionately help wealthy people, 
that had slavery ancestors and do almost nothing for the most people that make the reparations argument say, well, the reason we need reparations is because financially people have been devastated through generational wealth or lack thereof because of slavery. Therefore, we should help those people. I've never heard someone say it's not about helping poor people. It's just about not letting people skate by while simultaneously admitting that they actually would have let the actual slave owners themselves skate by. You already said this. You 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 just you just keep like going back into this. Like it's like performative activism here. So okay. So so check this out. So like I've already answered you before, right? I've I've already told you like why my position is that position. It has nothing to do with helping poor people. We have plenty of programs for that. We can even talk about more programs that we can go ahead and put into place. I'm more for like voluntarily or voluntary contribution, not so much like taking government dollars for that, right? But we're talking about specifically a debt that's owed. It doesn't actually matter what that person does with the money it doesn't actually matter and this isn't even like it's so different to my position because it's not even giving them a lump sum saying that they're going to go ahead and do it right it's just about settling the debt that this government owes to this individual right and that it needs to go to their next of kin if not like you don't even hold the position that if somebody was wrongfully imprisoned you said oh yeah if they're wrongfully imprisoned then they absolutely deserve a recompense from the government oh but wait if they're killed oh in, and killed in prison where the government wrongfully imprisoned them anyway then yeah, the debt debt settled. There's nothing that we can do at that point. We shouldn't have to do anything. Like that to me is just such a wild position. Like your whole position is like I don't even understand how you keep just defending that. Oh well, we shouldn't hold government accountable because I don't want to hold government accountable because oh look, it's look poor people and this and it's like I don't even like get that whole. It's such a weird position for like conservatives to take of not holding government accountable when the government takes billions and billions and billions of dollars. And funnels it into all kinds of like buttfuck programs that they shouldn't be uh, funding anyway. But then we're like, look, we want to settle up on this debt that the government owes to individuals. You're like, nah. Okay, uh, so real quick, you keep going back to this prison example. So how far back do we go with this? If I find out that next my, of kin, uh, just next of kin. Next. Of so kin. so if so if the next of kin is my great great, if I'm wrongfully imprisoned today. And 300 years from now, they find out, oh, Rob was wrongfully imprisoned. My great, 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 great grandchildren are entitled to money. If the government failed to pay out that that individual, then, yeah, that's a debt that needs okay. to be settled. Uh, so we can see that this will be never ending. That This will just be a cycle that never ends. Uh, people, And let me ask you this real quick, because you've branched it out to also talking about imprisonment and prisons and things like this. So it's not just slavery, right? Anytime that you would have. Well, that is slavery. Well, it's a form. We could say it's a form of false imprisonment, right? In which slavery was a form of that. But does that mean any time, would that branch out to other areas if the government did something heinous to me or cost me freedom or money or things like any of yeah, those? I've already, I've already said that. Yeah, I've already cool. said that. So, I, so actually then, gave, I actually gave that example about like. I thought you did. I was just clarifying. So, so again, in your worldview, 300 years from now into the future, people could be looking back to Facebook in the year 2000 to see if their family's saying anything like, geez, these zoning laws screwed me over. I think they were illegal. Doing research and finding out, yes, those zoning laws did screw Rob over when he was trying to put that garage up on his property. And we see that that actually cost him to the tune no. of $6,000. Why, why wouldn't that be the case? The government well, aggrieved me. So what I'm talking about, so so again, like th this is like another red herring. So like what I'm talking about specifically is like uh, enslaving someone. So like wrongful imprisonment would definitely fall under that. So if you are wrongfully imprisoned, then that's what we're talking about. You keep going into like what about isms but what about this and what about this and what about this that the, all you're doing is trying to divert from the core argument of like wrongful enslavement so just like stick on that i mean i just, literally just asked focused. are you talking about all these other things you said yes i already gave those you said zoning said, violations but i asked you if you said it would branch out the things other than false if you were in prison 
No, 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 no. I think so. It's only like, okay. So now, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Excuse so I said me that if you, I said that. Words, excuse me. I thought that no, you I said that there was only, obviously like a so, miscommunication, Rob. Okay, so like so I even said saying, this in my opening okay, statement. Okay, guys, stop talking over each other. It's it's driving me crazy. So love you guys. I'm in a good mood, but I just sometimes when you guys keep going, it's just. So let me let me respond to what you're saying, Rob. So like I I I said this in my opening statement, and I thought that you got it when I referred back to that because what I said was that if you were wrongfully imprisoned due to unconstitutional gun control, then yes, that would be something that you should receive uh, reparations for. Right now, if you want to talk about why you can't impose that now, that's because well, even though uh, it is unconstitutional for gun control, the the governing authorities we would have to get them to acknowledge. Okay, well any gun control that or or whatever gun control it's like okay this should never have been so they haven't they haven't recognized that yet and that's the first step we would have to get them to recognize that and then you could go okay well now that you recognize that this never should have been now these now you can admit that these people were wrongfully imprisoned due to this thing we're already there when it comes to slavery like they've already admitted that right they they agreed okay this is wrong we should never have done this so now we can go ahead and say that so like yeah i, I don't know you're you're trying to compare that to like zoning violations and that has nothing to do with what i'm talking about i'm talking about wrongful imprisonment okay so now we're just talking about slavery and wrongful imprisonment that's what uh, i've been talking I, about the whole time it's not what it sounded like when I said it would this branch out to other things and you said, yes, I already said that. So forgive me for taking you at your words. Uh, so let's say then uh, something I'm against the war on drugs. I think that marijuana should be legal. Uh, let's say that we make marijuana legal, uh, make marijuana legal. Does everyone who's ever been imprisoned under marijuana laws, even if they died, their grandchildren, do they deserve to have compensation? If you're talking about marijuana being illegal, you would have to you would have to have that argument of, OK, should any type of should smoking marijuana or selling marijuana or whatever you're talking about, um, should this never have been a crime? Was this like a crime against someone's uh, free or like individual liberty that that put them into an unjust uh, loss of freedom? Then I think that you could probably go ahead and uh, visit that topic. Sure. So, so now we're paying reparations to anyone who had any sort of fine or, or, or you don't want to say I said fine. you can Any go ahead and have that conversation. No, no, no. But we're having the conversation right now. That's what this is. You so keep strawmanning everything that I do. It's not Brad. a strawman. Your argument was false imprisonment. You made the specific claim that the reason yeah. you wouldn't go after the slave owners, but instead you would go after the government is because it was legal. So what Correct. they were doing was legal at the time. So if sure. the government has said falsely imprisoned people by saying uh, we think that we're allowed to imprison. Oh, if you're putting the hypothetical, if you're putting the hypothetical that we agree that, OK, then uh, that making it illegal for people to smoke like weed, like we're saying that's never should have been illegal. Like that's what you would have to like agree on. Like we say, OK, so it should never have been illegal for this to happen. And you get the government to agree that this never should have been illegal. Then, yeah, sure. Absolutely. OK, so then now we make marijuana legal. And so now we pay reparations to the people. Anyone who ever got busted and spent time, anyone who spent yes. time in jail for marijuana now doesn't have to pay the tax. Sure. I mean, this is just nonsensical. I, I don't know what and else. And I to never said, and I never said not pay their taxes in totality. I said until you reach a certain amount. See, like okay. this would even be this would even be even even easier to sure. to figure out because now we can uh, records are better now, right? So now we can say, okay, how much time did this person spend in prison for this crime that we agree should never have been a crime? Yes, absolutely. This is what holding the government accountable looks like. And do you cool. think that after the government like gets more and more and more of these that they're going to want to keep putting people in prison for things that go against like their individual liberty i would argue no okay so uh, again so what we'll see just to clarify the position what we would see is something like this uh my grandfather spent 
six years in jail for marijuana related crimes. He died. Uh, my parents are dead. So I'm the next of kin. Uh, six years at $50,000 a year, $300,000 of taxes. I don't have to pay. Correct. The what you said that he died in prison and it was a law that we agreed that should never have been a law in the first place. It sure, goes against the marijuana law. Liberty. That's what we're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Fine. I mean, this is nonsense. It's just. It's not, it's it's not nonsense. nonsense. Like, that, that's, again, that's not please, a rebuttal. Please, that's not please, a rebuttal. Uh, that's please, just a fallacious statement. I think that people could see that even regardless who you think is winning this debate, I am trying my best to not interrupt you as much when you talk. Uh, you seem to have a proclivity to want to keep yeah, talking. You're just being so allow me to explain myself, right? Like, so we can right, see we, the reason. Hold on that, one second. To be fair, almost everybody when they debate on this channel, they'll say, you know, that was absolute baloney, and you know, here's why. Is like they always start with a kind of like a strong. Well, oftentimes they start with a strong bold statement. Well, I promise we'll give you a chance to respond, but. One thing I, okay. before we even go into that though, I do want to mention folks or gentlemen, one thing we hadn't talked about, if we are able to change gears a bit, cause it's something that I would find super interesting. I've heard intelligent people go both ways on this particular sub component of this debate. You could say, namely whether or not wealth is, you could say sustained well over generations. And what I mean by that is if, most wealth is generational, namely if most people have their wealth as a result of the family they're born into, uh, then that seems to be like a, a stronger and maybe necessary uh, truth, you could say, if you're going to make the argument for reparations, right? So in other words, if you have a disadvantage as a result of slavery, then it's like, well, hey, you know, you can see why it might be fair to uh, want to argue for reparations. But if, let's say, due to random fluctuations and things like regression toward the mean uh, in stats, like if it's the case that it's like, eh, it's actually like over time, we tend to find that like people just kind of seem to move and, and kind of vibrate and kind of like randomly wealth seems to kind of diffuse. Then if somebody makes that argument, it would be like, well, then I don't know if reparations are per se required so any thoughts on that you guys i want to hear if you if you've read anything on it either side i'm not trying to make an argument one way or the other it's just an inter interesting point and it's a new point that we haven't covered tonight yet so yeah i think so so for me like it would just it wouldn't have anything to do with my argument my argument has nothing to do with like generational wealth my argument only has to do with like a debt that is owed whether you are wealthy today or you are not wealthy today doesn't actually matter to my argument Okay, yeah, and that's exactly the point. So, James, maybe it should have been me and you debating. Uh, I'll just real quick say, I think that the, I, I think that you could see based on the explanation that uh, the plan that's being specifically argued by Tyler isn't going to do any good in actually helping people that need help, uh, and it's going to be nonsensical and make our country solely looking this? for sins of the past, which is the opposite of what we should be doing. Now, the traditional case for reparations, which is what you're talking about, James, uh, I would love to get into it. So the argument would be, if we cause someone generational wealth, or if we cause someone financial pain generations ago, does that sort of lack of wealth opportunities trickle down? And there's evidence that that may be the case, right? There's also evidence, and I know we were talking before the debate chains of people like Thomas Sowell, that claim that actually there's always a regression to the mean. And no matter what, these groups sort of kind of, although there might be some marginal influence, the reality is there's far more things such as family, such as, uh, you know, the greatest metrics that we have for determining whether or not is successful, financially successful, stays out of jail, et cetera, is did you graduate high school? Did you have a two-parent household? And do you have a full-time job? And so what we can see is those things have far more impact 
And that can be achieved even if there was a lack of generational wealth in the past. So there are certainly different factors. My argument, though, James, against why this case would be a case for reparations would be I don't think the reparations will be quantifiable, so it won't be possible to divvy them out. And even if we did try to divvy it out, it actually would harm people that are in poor and lower end class that would have to pay into that to pay those forms of reparations. And we already see this is sort of the status quo. And we end up with this sort of idea where you make people dependent on the government. You say, oh, here's free money. We can see this, for example, in inner city schools. It might shock people to know this, but most poor schools in this country, particular inner city schools, spend more per we, student. We than a- so going back to this, I do want to give uh, Tyler a chance to respond to this before we go on to these points. No, he's arguing against a point that's not mine, so it doesn't actually like matter to my argument. I mean, that's what I'm saying, James. I know that you would like to have this discussion about the type of reparations that we're normally talking about, but it's hard in this context because Tyler's just like, yeah, that's not what I'm talking about. So well, it's, it's up to you, whatever you want to do with it. Yeah. It's not my fault that you prepare for like an argument against like a typical leftist, right? If you haven't heard my argument, then you just have to engage oh, no, 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 with no. what I'm I, saying. I'm not, I'm not the one. James is the one that wanted this guy. I think James realizes that the argument that we're having so... No. Basically, uh, so, I just thought it was a juicy like question. Yeah, yeah. Something worth bringing I'm willing up. To so, for someone, for someone who gosh, holds that okay, belief. Stop yeah. it, both of you. So we're going to go into the Q&A. I want to say I do appreciate these guys. They are spirited. They've got passion. They've got energy. And so do want to encourage you, if you're listening via the Modern Day Debate podcast, we're on every app. You guys, if you haven't checked out the podcast app, what are you waiting for? And if you haven't checked out our guest links, what are you waiting for? They're linked in both the description box here on YouTube as well as at the podcast. So we highly encourage you to check them out as we do appreciate these guys. And we're going to jump into these questions. We do appreciate your questions out there, folks. So thanks so much. This one coming in from Grimlock says, I understand the idea of reparations, but to what extent? How many generations will get paid? How do we calculate the value that someone is owned? Owed. Yeah. So like we like I was talking about earlier, that would have to be like another discussion over what we think is reasonable for that person uh, or for the debt that is owed. Right. So like I made the analogy um, or the comparison to, OK, well, people who are wrongfully imprisoned today, they generally uh, if they are found to be uh, wrongfully imprisoned after the fact, um, they generally pay, depending on the state, between 30 to 50 K per year of wrongful conviction. So like we if we said something like that and then said, OK, well, we see that 90 percent of slaves were at farms and plantations and uh, that the average lifespan of a slave at a farmer plantation was like eight years, then we could say, okay, well, then we could come up with that was a $250,000 or something like that. We could try and figure that out, right? Maybe that's wrong. Maybe it's 100K. Like we'd have to kind of like really brainstorm and figure out what that should be, what what that number should be. But again, even when it is paid out, like my position is not that it is a lump sum at the cost of taxpayer, at the cost of taxpayer dollars and saying that, oh, okay, well, we're going to penalize this person for doing it. It's like, no, that if we find that you are a descendant of said slave and this is an unpaid debt, then that person will just, uh, the government will just not collect taxes from them until this is made. Um, That settles the debt from the government of what they owe. And it does not, uh, it's not the direct harm of like other taxpayers. It's, it's just, all it does is it looks past and we could do this, not just in the United States. You could do this with any country looking for where there was official state action that agreed people in ways. And so we could go back centuries upon centuries. It's not the way moving forward. One of the greatest things that Western society did was understand that we don't force people to pay debts 
of their fathers and forefathers. Uh, there's no reason that collectively we should be doing that through the government. Regardless of how you set up these payments, it's bad to look back. It'll cause more division. It's not going to actually help poor people in this country today. And it's just going to make the matters much worse in this country. Juicy. And jumping into this next question, very juicy says, uh, juicy question, Mike MC says, profiting off of your ancestors' bondage is gross. I agree. I, I agree okay. in a sense. I understand the, like what, what the question, I understand the other position of it too, where it's like, well, I'm in a desperate situation because of the pain that my ancestors went through financially. But again, that's not the argument Tyler's making. His plan would specifically benefit people that pay in large amounts of income taxes. Like, for example, really, he says, well, hold on, just this is this. Hold on, the, hold on. You're, the, you're the making all these assumptions. To, like, what hold are we on a about? second. I'm still talking is the, the objection is meant for Tyler. So I do want to give Tyler a chance oh, to respond to this. Okay. I don't, I don't and, know what the objection is. It's not a question. Yeah, You're right. It's a, frankly more of an assertion. I'm frankly trying to figure out. I'm like, am I, how am I? So they say profiting off your ancestors bondage is gross. Um, I'm trying to think of like what way in which morally speaking, like <laughs> without just calling it gross, like what the moral reasoning is in terms of why it's gross. But we'll give you a chance to respond to it, Tyler, if you want to respond to it. I, I, I don't I don't know what what they're trying to say. Like, I mean, w what the question is that they're asking me. I mean, it just I don't uh, I don't know what they're saying. Like, I, I would just say, OK. I just sorry. say it's a debt that is owed to that the government didn't pay and that it should be paid. And we don't allow them, the government, to get away with not paying what they owe to individuals and that it should go to their next of kin. Gotcha. And this one coming in from Harlem Street Tales. Thanks so much. Says, Reparations is not just for slavery. We are talking about redlining, Jim Crow, the flooding of black communities with drugs, so on and so on. Any thoughts, guys? Tyler, would you agree that those are other reasons for reparations? Or, Rob, would you say, uh, my guess is you probably wouldn't think that those are reasons for reparations. I, I, I'll give you guys a chance to respond. I mean, I, not really. That has nothing to do with my argument here for, like, enslavement. So I'm talking about people who, like, had their essential freedoms taken away of being enslaved um, due to something like that. Like, when you're talking about, like, redlining and, and stuff like that, like, what are we talking about? We're talking about when they actually drew, like, the, the red lines around it. Like, I mean, you could take them case by case and try and figure that out on the surface. It doesn't seem like something, like, for me that has to do with this debate, like, for, for wrongful enslavement. But, um, yeah, I mean, like, if you said something more so like um, – like maybe you were talking about like black codes, like black codes, like right after uh, the Civil War, where they had that in certain states where um, they like wrongfully imprisoned. It was just slavery, like under just like a new name um, where they enslaved like black folks for like certain things um, that like white people wouldn't be like enslaved for. And I'd be like, yeah. So like that would be something. But like, uh, like Jim Crow, I mean, you're just talking about like segregation. There are other things in Jim Crow. We have to like look at each thing, like just making the blanket statement of Jim Crow, like wouldn't be enough. Um, okay. So my way to respond to that would be this. Uh, of course, it has nothing to do with this debate. This is traditionally the case that's made for reparations. But that's because presumably the argument that the questioner is asking is, how do we make people that are suffering financially or economically because of these decisions in the past, how do we give them a hand? That's clearly Tyler has no concern over that. So that's why it's not brought up in this debate. Um, what I would say is that what we should do as a society not to get – I would love to have this discussion. This would have been a more fun and productive, I think, discussion, that form of reparations. 
Uh, what I will say in general is this, that I don't have a problem with the government helping poor people. Uh, and we could disagree or agree on the policies that we would have to do that. But we shouldn't be helping them based on immutable characteristics like who their ancestors were, or what their skin color was. And I'll just say it like this. If we have two people, one named Bob who was black and one named Will that was white, and both of them are born in the same hospital at the same time in beds next to each other to single mothers that are both making $20,000 a year. Why does it matter why they're in that difficult financial situation? Our government should come out and try to help both of those children, regardless of their skin color. Why would we say, well, Bob's in this situation because his ancestors were affected by redlining. Therefore, the government should give them money. But Will, his grandfather worked at the steel mill and it closed down because of globalization policies. So screw him, right? That's not the way it should be. And if you say, well, we have money to give both, then what's the point of reparation? It's redundant at that point. We either help people that need help or we don't. Focusing on the sins of the past just causes divisions and separations that we see already being exacerbated in this country today. James, James, can I ask uh, uh, Rob a question? Sure. Okay. So so let me let me understand your position here. And I'm not trying to straw man you, so so go ahead and like correct me if I'm wrong here. But it sounds like what you're saying is that you are okay with taxpayers funding poor people for the sake of being poor, right? Just because they are poor, then other taxpayers should have to pay for them because they're poor. But when I say uh, okay, well, this is an actual debt that the government does owe that they shouldn't have to pay that just because they're no longer alive. Like, how does that make sense? I'm talking about helping people based on need. I'm concerned that people can't put food on the table, not concerned that their great, 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 great grandfather did something. We could argue, we could argue what the best policies would be, but you're, it's, you're making, you're in this weird contradiction. Is that, please, please, you asked me the question, let me finish. You're in this weird contradiction where on one hand, as a conservative, you're like, I don't like social welfare programs. It's at the taxpayer expense. But on the other hand, I'm willing to have a sort of social welfare program that will disproportionately benefit a certain sect of wealthier people because it's about not reading people's state from 200 years ago. Government. It's about them paying a debt that they owe. Yeah, the government doesn't owe you a debt just because you are poor. We'll jump into the next one. Do appreciate your question. This one coming in from PayPal. Do appreciate it. Folks, if you don't want YouTube to get its greasy fingers on 30% of the Super Chats, at least YouTube takes. Well, folks, we have Venmo, and we also have PayPal. Venmo, our handle is at Modern Day Debate. And this question coming in from PayPal, do appreciate it. This is from Thomas. We appreciate it. It says, Tyler, how is saying that an event that happened in someone's ancestry not in conflict with the existence of that person? If the event never occurred, that person would not be alive today. They are too detached from the event to experience the pain of, such as, for example, the whip, but they are breathing. Yeah, so my, my question would just be, like, why does that matter? Like, why why does it matter if you are, quote-unquote, directly affected or not, if it's just, a, like, I, I don't know how, like, many times, that, and this isn't, like, at a, not trying to like get on like this this commenter at all, but like my my whole thing is just like it's it's a debt, right? It's a debt that's owed that Rob agreed is a debt, right? He just doesn't believe that it should be paid out to anyone but that individual person. So then my my position is like, okay, so like if they die while in involuntary slavery, right? If they die 
in involuntary slavery, it's like, okay, well, hey, we're not going to give it to anyone. We're not going to give it to their next of kin. We're not going to give it to anybody. Like, that just seems like, I, I don't even know how somebody logically backs up that position. Like, and just, it, it literally is just a position saying, look, government can do what they will if they happen to to enslave people and they um, the that person dies in enslavement or whatever happens that, you know, we shouldn't, it is what it is. The government, we're just going to allow them to get away with it. I, hold, I I stand on the side of, no, we need to make sure that we hold the government accountable, especially when it's the same government that takes billions of taxpayer dollars to fund unnecessary things. So when I say, look, we should at least get this thing back that is owed, that they that they owe, right, that that should, that should be paid. It's not a debt. Compensating someone because you've done something horrible to them is not a debt. You agree that it was a debt. No, I agree that they we deserve to, to jump be paid. To the next one. We must. We always. There's always got to be somebody that has the last word. We're going to jump into this next one. Do appreciate it. And speaking of taxes, nobody likes paying taxes more than Rob. Believe me. Nasty guy. Next up, for I'm just teasing. Okay, Forward Tribe says, instead of getting people to pay for things they didn't do to people who didn't suffer, creating a blatant cart, carte blanche for corruption, why not attack contemporary slavery? Carte Blanche is that a new? I've never Carte Blanche. Oh, thank you. I answer. Mean? I answer the. I answer those first Can you two. Tell me what that do means? you want to go ahead? What Carte Blanche means? Yep. Like to do whatever you want. Carte oh, okay. Blanche. You could do open table, open slate, do whatever you want. Basically. Oh, okay. Let me ask the re-ask the question though. That just in case anybody else, if it's a new phrase for them, they said instead of getting people to pay for things they didn't do to people who didn't suffer, creating a blatant Carte Blanche for corruption, like you could say opening up free reign for people to uh, yep. get their way corrupting said, why not attack contemporary slavery? Do you want to answer that Robert? Do you want me to answer it? Well, it's directed to you. I'll answer it. It's directed to you. Yeah, okay. exactly. So, I guess that'd be my answer. Okay. So, um, so yeah, that, that's not my position. My, my position is not that uh, anybody should, should pay. Right. So probably people are coming in like after they haven't they haven't they're just assuming what my position is. They haven't actually heard or we're in the beginning of this this debate. Uh, my position is not that individuals like taxpayers should have to pay or fund this. My position was that, OK, well, if we're going to settle this debt that the government owes, then we, we can do is just have uh, these specific descendants of slaves, right? Descendants of slaves, not just because you are black. You could totally be a white descendant of a slave, right? So um, that these descendants of slaves, um, that they just don't collect, the government just doesn't collect taxes for a certain period of time that we would figure out exactly what that was. So that way it settles the debt, but the direct, the, like your neighbors or whatever, you aren't, that your taxes aren't being raised to fund it. You got it. And thank you very much for your question. This one coming in from do appreciate it. Rumpley Depew. This is for, they say, I kept hearing that, that a quote debt is owed unquote who established this. And did they agree? Yeah. Rob absolutely agreed that a debt was owed. So when, when I made this assertion in the beginning, I asked Rob, I was like, okay, so do you believe that the government owes you a debt if you are to these, uh, to these slaves in the 1800s? He said, absolutely. Okay. Then that debt was never paid. So that would mean that that debt is still owed. 
The term, the, I guess we quibble about the term debt, right? So there's two ways to quibble with this. First, I think that if you're falsely imprisoned by the government, then the government should try to make you whole. Regardless if we term that semantically a debt or not is irrelevant, because even if we do term it a debt, that debt would cease to exist when we're talking about 200 years later and people that weren't affected by it whatsoever now being paid out in some form or another uh, because of things that they never went through. Uh, and we could even see that Tyler acknowledges that we wouldn't do this with individuals. Uh, so if you as an individual, if your great grandfather in, uh, imprisoned my great grandfather illegally and cost my family money, you wouldn't be responsible for paying me today. And he says, well, it's different because it's government, but all the government is the people. The government's not going to be harmed. They'll just tax other people more. So the people that will be the ones that are, aren't skating are the people that will be taxed more. They're the ones that will pay the brunt for decisions they had no part in whatsoever. You got it. And this one from Amanda Foster sending it in via Venmo. Do appreciate your support. Amanda says, just want to thank both of our guests for being here. You are appreciated. Thank you. That's awesome. <laughs> it is. And I also want to awesome. say, folks, they're linked in the description. We really do appreciate them. And so, hey, I mean, if, you, if you're enjoying what you're hearing tonight, you're like, hmm, this is refreshing. New take. Click on those links. We really do appreciate our guests. They're the, they're the lifeblood of the channel here. And so thanks so much for your question. This one coming in from Forward Tribe says, do you think the West needs more division at this point? And do you think reparations would cause division? I can answer first. Uh, certainly we don't need more division. It's something that's terrible. Notice, by the way, when we're talking not just about reparations with sins of the past, uh, you see this usually in countries in the West, right? We don't talk about sins of the past like what Genghis Khan did to the people that lived in that region or what the Mongols did, etc. It's always talking about sort of Eurocentric and people that have come from Europe and them needing to be responsible for the sins of the past. Absolutely, by focusing on the ills of the past, it causes division, right? We should be focusing on the content of people's character today. We should be trying to unify our country. Reparations absolutely would cause this. Again, we would be able, we could see from uh, Tyler's example of his specific form of reparations, but even the way other people talk about this, it will create animosity from people that feel that they need help or that the government isn't doing enough for them right now, but that would be left behind because they don't fit into the unique category of however we decide to give these reparations out. This will create animosity. It will create dependence on dependency by the people that get these reparations. And all in all, it can't be paid out in, in a fair manner anyways. And so, yeah, this absolutely would cause more division. We should be focused more on unifying. I totally agree. Yeah. So, so again, so um, yeah, this this wouldn't actually be paid out like under under my my framework. Um, also, when you're talking about division, I think that we probably would agree that we don't want more division, right? But if you're talking about like, do I care about people's feelings if? it's just a debt that should be settled. Like, no, I, I, I don't. Right. If I'm just more on the, like, look, this is, this is owed. So it should be paid. I don't really care if it's at the expense of people's uh, feelings. I mean, I could go into how, I mean, let, let's go with like a crazy radical hypothetical. Let's say that we found that every descendant of an American slave here today, let's say that we found that every single one of them were like, if you would say white or what the, maybe say the left calls like white passing, right? Let's say that you're like majority white. I'd be like, well, that is what it is, right? They are descendants of the slaves and that is the debt that needs to be owed. Like, I don't really care about the feelings of those people just because like, oh, well, I want it just because. I don't care if you want it just because we would have to prove that your lineage traces back um, to uh, to that uh, 
that original slave. You got it. Thank you very much. Do appreciate your question. This one coming in from Aftershock says, Prohibition? Those people affected get reparations too? What would you say, Tyler? Prohibition? Are you talking about like alcohol prohibition? Right. People that were what imprisoned for, for alcohol use? Yes. Sure, sure, sure. Well, I mean, like Rob actually said something about like about like marijuana. That's like, yeah, sure. It like should never have been a crime. It's definitely unconstitutional, especially at the federal level. I would even argue um, at the state level that it's still unconstitutional by the Ninth Amendment. But um, yeah, sure. If we came to agreement and said that, look, like this should never have been illegal, which I think mostly we do agree that it never should have been illegal. If you were imprisoned due to that and the government didn't. Uh, and we could like trace that uh, your lineage back to that person who was wrongfully enslaved by the government or backed up by the government. Yeah, then sure. Absolutely. Like my whole thing has been consistent here, right? Whether it's gun control, um, whether it's whatever, if the government wrongfully imprisoned you, right, if, if it is unjust for them to imprison you and take away your freedom, like it, it's just so weird to me that like conservatives or like right wingers would say like that we either shouldn't hold them accountable or they just make like vague statements like Rob is making and just saying, oh, well, no, we should owe it to them. But like if they die, then it doesn't go to their next of kin. We just let it skate by. So like I, I just find that to be like a very odd position. You got it. And thank you very much for this question from Aftershock or wait, we've got Manic Pandas. Sorry, I missed it. Says ask Tyler if natives in Canada deserve a form of reparations too. In regards to the recent discovery of the many dead children found and other atrocities done to native Canadians. Well, I would say that maybe their, I mean, their government, if you want to go ahead and talk about that, but people always usually bring this up, like to people in Africa and like the Irish and all these other people, like I'm like their government is responsible for settling their own debts, right? As just as our government is responsible for settling debts of, of the people here. So I would say that they like need to talk to the Canadian government. Um, can I, do you mind if I ask a quick question? Just a clarifying it. question. Okay. Um, do the people that were unjustly in the North killed in the civil war to free slaves Do the state governments that were fighting against the North to maintain slaves owe reparations to those people? But we're not talking about individuals that owe reparations. No, these state governments, they actually killed unjustly people in the name of false imprisonment and slavery. So do they, if my great, great grandfather died in the civil war fighting to free the slaves, does the state of Georgia owe me reparations? If the I'm I'm sorry I'm not I'm not following so like if uh, I'm trying to understand I'm sorry so like you're saying if your grandfather was in the north fighting against excuse me fighting against slavery what should happen I'm sorry should I get reparations because they were false they were killed due to government action which okay. is just if not that's just as bad if not worse than false imprisonment so their so, life was ended because of government action of these states of the south so, so am should I they, entitled should they to get reparations? recompense so should they get recompense because they like died in the line of duty. Correct. But we already pay that. So that, no, that's no, no, already no, a thing. No, 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 no. They, they died not because they were in the line of duty. They died because of the fraudulent and corrupt actions of the state governments of the well, state. Well, they died during war. They were soldiers, right? So, like, if you, if, you were, if you were a soldier in war, like, we already pay that. So, like, I think it's, like, $100,000 that's, like, paid uh, to your next of kin. So, yeah. Well, it's, like, not we, we it's not about money. It's not about money. It's not. Well, no, I'm it, finished. It, like, that, that's, that's already something that is paid. 
it's not about money. It's about letting these state governments skate. Why are you letting them skate? Skate by on what? They skated by on, they did something horrible. They ordered their people to kill my ancestor and now they get to skate. Don't you think they, there's a debt that's owed? I'm not understanding, like, what are you talking about? Like, if they the state owed- government, uh, let me ask you this. If the state government of Pennsylvania falsely executes someone today, do they owe the next of kin money? If they, yeah, sure, yeah, absolutely. Okay, so if the state government of Georgia executed my ancestor, why don't they owe a debt? I didn't say that they didn't owe a debt. Okay, so then if my grandfather fought for the North, our yeah. great-great-grandfather fought for the North, and he was killed. That, that's irrelevant. By, it doesn't actually matter if they fought for the North or not. So that doesn't actually matter. They the fought, to my okay, okay, fine. They fought and yeah. were killed by the yeah. state government of Georgia. Does the state government of Georgia owe me reparations? So they fought against the state government of Georgia. So they were yes. a soldier, and they got killed by being a soldier? They got killed. So in you're the line of duty. It's, who cares if it was in the line of duty? Well, the, it, well, Why are you letting because, Georgia well, skate? Well, you're you're not because I've already so hold on hold on hold on hold on dear gosh okay hold on Should... both of you quiet for a second so Tyler mentioned earlier he said that the state had already compensated soldiers for their being a part of the war so right if you I'll give you a chance to respond Rob I, I just yeah, I don't, I don't sure know that, yeah. like that's, you said, that's the difference between his, like an execution argu- by the state versus his military. argument isn't financial when it comes to his reparations point he's made that quite clear it's about something that is owed. And he says that if you have governments that commit heinous actions, such as false imprisonment or killing someone, that they owe a debt to those people that they killed. So if a regiment from Georgia killed my great-great-great-grandfather, it doesn't matter if the Union Army paid him. It's not about the financial compensation. It's about the debt that is owed by those state governments in the South that killed thousands upon thousands of people in heinous ways. Why is he allowing them to skate? Sure, sure. Like, like I said, like if they wrongfully, well, I'm talking specifically about slavery, but if you want to jump over to like killing, so like, sure, like if they wrongfully or unjustly like killed an American citizen or whatever, then I would say absolutely that is a debt that's owed. I don't, I don't know what's what's difficult about this. There aren't going to be many people paying taxes with your rump. Rumpley Depew, thanks for your question. Said people aren't and weren't in prison for booze. Dear, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. Okay, say. People aren't and weren't in prison for booze use or alcohol consumption and aren't in prison for smoking a joint. These are bad arguments. I think they're maybe referring to the um, prohibition question that came up before. I'm not sure. But Steve says, I don't know if you if you you want to respond to that, you can. Otherwise, I'm going to jump to the next one. It's not true. The initial the initial penalty for like smoking a joint might be a fine in most places, but certainly if you smoke a joint because you were violating probation or something like that, that'll send you to jail. And I believe I, I don't think I'm wrong here, Tyler. You're saying that it would that wouldn't matter. That would still be a false imprisonment if we agree that law should have never been applied, correct? If we agree that it like goes against like your inalienable rights, you know, sure. sure. So so one thing I I definitely want to respond, one thing, James. Um one thing that I thought that was just interesting when Rob was like, oh, well, there's not going to be very many people paying taxes. I don't think that most taxes should be paid. Right. I think that we could probably eliminate like 90 percent of taxes. So like, are you or, or let me ask you a question, like real quick. And like, we don't have to like get far into this. I just don't know like your ideology. Like, are you economically on the right? Like, do you believe sure. like either taxation is theft or that we shouldn't pay most taxes? 
I think most, I think that we far overtax, but it's irrelevant to this conversation, right? Because the well, not when you make that, not when you make sure, that sure, because because again, this is what I'm talking about about the strange argument that you're making here, because you're basically saying that we tax for these social programs and we shouldn't have, but then when it comes to, it's about making things right, it's about paying debts and things like that, and so if you want to eliminate taxes for the sake of eliminating taxes, fine. But this idea that we're going to look at all of this crazy shit in the past, like, oh, your grandfather got arrested because he was on probation and he drank booze during prohibition. Yep, you're entitled to reparations. Oh, you smoked a joint and you spent three years in the clink because of it. Well, you're entitled yeah, but to how is that crazy? That form yeah, but, of stopping how, taxes is stupid. If you want to stop Robert, taxes, stop them. Well, Robert, like, I would – do you mind if I, like, continue? James, I don't want to, like, miss too much. Really quick, I'll give you a pithy response. Okay. Okay, so um, I don't understand how that would be like ridiculous, right? Because if we're saying that this crime, that alcohol shouldn't have ever been illegal, like it's your, like you as an adult should be able to consume like alcohol without the government interfering. If we're saying that they were imprisoned because of this unconstitutional and just uh, like batshit law that they never should have imposed, I don't understand how that would be ridiculous to say, yeah, that the government should have done that. That's a debt that's owed and pay it to the next of kin. I don't like I like your whole position is just like like government. Cool. Like let the government like get away with stuff like it's weird. Government's this people. Juicy one from Chris Gammon. Thanks so much for sending it in via Venmo. Chris says, Rob, do you support people today suing the government today for reparations instead of traditional reparations? I didn't. Hear uh, I don't I don't understand. Like, I don't. It would, in effect, be the same thing. So traditional reparations, to my understanding, would just be that we vote through our legislator to pay people reparations. Suing the government for reparations would be instead of the legislators voting, people take it to the court instead. I don't know how that would change any of my arguments whatsoever. Uh, furthermore, my stance is quite simple. If you have been aggrieved by the government, you deserve compensation. Your great-great-grandchildren don't. You got it. Thank you very you much. And one. this one coming in from Steve says, whose responsibility is it to prove descendancy from an enslaved ancestor, the individual receiving the reparations or the government? That's a fair question. Um, I, I mean, I guess I would say, do we, do we expect that the government is going to bend over backwards to ensure that they are going to, I mean, obviously they haven't for over a hundred years of even, you know, uh, paying out reparations. They didn't do it at the time. Technically, to be fair, I think Georgia tried to, and then Andrew, um, Johnson overturned it after Lincoln was killed. But, um, but yeah, I don't, I wouldn't take it at, even if the government said that they will, I would, take that in your own hands and i would say no i'm going to make sure i do my own research or i'll hire someone or you know do whatever you're on, on your own i would say that you should probably take it in your own hands and not expect that the government is just going to stand by their word and say that we're they're going to do all the research necessary for you you got it and thank you very much for this question coming in from do appreciate it let me just load this up manic pandas oh we, we did ask that one aftershock has one last one so it says so, if it's true that some will not be able to prove enslavement, along with reparations for past laws that were changed, can Tyler not see how this will never end? Never end because of why? But what was it? Can you repeat the question? So they say, so if it's true that some will not be able to prove enslavement, along with there being the case that, so these are like two different issues. So that one is like people can't, prove it some people would potentially not be able to prove enslavement they say then they say along with 
if there are also reparations for past laws that were changed, you know, reparations for other purposes, other government wrongs, you could say, then can Tyler not see how this will never end? I, well, okay, so so for one, if you can't prove that you are a descendant of a slave, then well, that would end there, right? Because you you can't like prove it. Um, but like the next thing would be okay, so. Uh, will it never end? I disagree. I think that you would see, I mean, if you want to say never end, but like I would say that you would see sharp decline after the government realizes, shit, we're allowing these people to skate by on taxes because we keep fucking up, right? So this is what it means to hold government accountable, right? Other than just like a revolution, right? So which NSA listening, I'm not saying that I'm for overthrowing government, just want to make that clear. Um, but yeah, so like other other than that, yeah, like the government wants their money. And it's like, okay, well, we don't want to keep uh, allowing people to to not pay taxes. So we have to make sure that when we oppose a law that uh, it is either constitutional, it doesn't go against like their inalienable rights, right? So, um, so yeah, I, I think that you will see sharp decline. You got it. And with that, want to say thank you everybody for hanging out with us. It's always a true pleasure. I'm going to quick skim the chat just in case I missed any last want to say our guests are linked in the description we do appreciate our guests and that's why we want to remind you as always folks please attack the arguments instead of the person we do appreciate these guys and so they're also linked in the description we will be right back in a moment folks with a post-credit scene in which we're going to show you the finalists for our new logo we're excited about that as well as we'll talk about juicy upcoming debates this one tomorrow folks it's going to be juicy now the fellow that we were having on, who you see in the thumbnail, I'm embarrassed to say I'm, I'm, I, I don't want to try to pronounce his name because in case I mispronounce it, I just I feel embarrassed to say that I, I'm not yet sure how to pronounce it. But our guest tomorrow, it's going to be juicy, and the fellow that you see on screen was a, I guess, an advisor or what is it? He was on President Trump's task force for, oh gosh, but believe me, it's going to be juicy. You don't want to miss it. We're excited about that, and so. We'll be back with more details on upcoming debates. Want to say thanks, everybody. Stick around, and we'll be right back. Thanks so much, Rob and Tyler. It's been a true pleasure. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.